I was good. I was good. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of Highly Heard, the podcast where two best friends hip each other to new music, break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective, and record it just for you. My name is Sybil Chanel, and with me as always, singer, songwriter, MC, and graphic artist, Rowan Smith. Yeah, what's happening, Sybil? How are you? Great, man. How are you? I'm doing good now that we finally got through that intro. Jesus hey, fucking whatever. Christ, man. Sometimes. <laughs> it's gonna take time. Oh my God. A whole lot of precious time. It's gonna, gonna take plenty of time. To do it right now. To do it, to do it, to do it, to do it, to do it right. <laughs> Uh, I used to like that song. I, yo, I loved it. George Harrison was great. I got my mindset on you. I got my mindset on you. That was yeah. not good. Yeah, um, mm. yeah man. Uh, it's been a crazy few weeks. We've tried to record two or three times. Twice. We tried to record twice. The first time, my gear was acting crazy. It was We were glitching out. And then... Uh, the second time, you got a flat tire. Flat tire. <laughs> yeah. Sucks balls. But it's yeah. all good. The universe Yay has for... been against us recording yeah. this podcast for the last couple of weeks. So sorry yeah. we've been MIA. Uh, but Shout yeah. out to MIA. Right? How are you doing? Right? Uh, how have your last couple of weeks been, man? Dude, my weeks have been pretty cool. No stress. Yeah. No no worries. Life is good. Good. Any Anything musical happening? Uh... Through Dancing Room Only, um, a lovely Triangles dance party, house music dance party. Yeah, I couldn't make it to that one. How'd it go? It went well. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, we got another one coming up, 11-11. Um, yeah, when are you going to have me on one of those? Well, right now we're not doing performances, bro. When that happens, <laughs> I'll let you know. Right Can now we're just doing straight, God damn it. straight DJs. Uh, excuse me while I take a sip. <laughs> um, and uh, been writing some new stuff, working on some new tunes. Right on. And that's been pretty cool. Very good. Yeah. And finishing old shit. Yeah? Yeah. Pulling out some old old bangers and tightening them up or what? Yeah, yeah. Like some old like thoughts. You know how like you have that like one idea oh, yeah. fart? Like I got a hook somewhere in the back yeah, there that could yeah. be something. Yeah. 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 And then you like go back and fuck with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of went back and fucked with some things. Progress. Right Very cool. Um, What's been going on with you, bro? Uh, yo, I got like a career job. Are, like, you a, are you a real boy now? I'm a real boy now. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got like a jobby job with like a salary and benefits and shit. It's, benefits are cool. Yo, all right, look, I don't want to, you know, give my age away or anything on the podcast, but yeah, like it's been a minute. I've been in the work field for a very long time. And, you know, as an artist and a musician, it's very rarely do people of our ilk receive benefits. benefits. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the fact That's right, that, ladies and gentlemen, there's no benefits in this business. None. None. You do it for the love. You do it for the goddamn love. And you're happy to do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. So I'll be teaching I'll be teaching music and art to sixth graders. Congrats on, on the, the jobby Bank. job. Yeah, thank you, man. That's thank sweet. You. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Um on the other hand, on the other side, a friend of mine came in during our hurricane that we had, Hurricane Nate. We did not have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was. It was a rainstorm in the middle of the afternoon. It was. It was quite nice. I was out in it. Um, I went to Bufa's for the afternoon with a, a friend of mine, Jessica Huff. Shout out to Jess. Good. It was great to see you. She said that the movie you were trying to think of in the last ep- in that episode where we were trying to decide what Robert Downey Jr. movie it was. It was less than zero. 
Okay. That was the movie. Okay. She she called it, and uh, she said that y'all need to hang out sometime. Okay, I'm down. Um, yeah. And uh, also, we got a lot of new listeners, man. I'm trying to find... I'm into that. Yeah, I'm trying to find like where these listeners are coming from, because I was just looking at it the other day. Uh, and we okay, here we go. We got listeners in Spain. Sweet. Right? We got listeners in Canada. Um, oh, Canada. <laughs> I'm trying to find the whole... The whole list here. All right, here we go. United States, Canada, Spain, Argentina, South Africa, Italy. And I know uh, last week I was looking, we had some in Mexico as well. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Really yeah. do. That's Shout freaking all awesome. Hi, all of y'all. Right? Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, and uh, we also gave each other some, some interesting music. This last time around, for the, yeah, we did the our, live, the live album. We're doing a lot. We're doing our favorite live albums <clears throat> this week. Uh, we were sitting outside of a bar before rehearsal, and a Steely Dan song came on over the radio. And you were like, "Why do I know this song?" I said, "Because it's Steely Dan. Steely Dan is dope." And uh, then I started thinking about my favorite Steely Dan record, which is their live record, "Live in America." Alive like, in America. Alive in America. Yep. Excuse me. I was like, "Let's do." <clears throat> A live episode. And you were like, yeah, let's do a live episode. I got the record. I got the perfect record. I'm like, word. And then when we brought it up again, I was like, okay, you got Steely Dan alive in America. And you were like, what, what am I going to give you? I mean, like you didn't, you suddenly didn't know which I'll be honest. Like there's only one live album that really gets my goat. And I couldn't, I was like, I, I, I must've been tipsy because I'm like, I can't, why would I give him this? But, but that was like, you got mad pumped the first time we talked about it. And you were like, yeah, I got a perfect the record. That's that, the one. And that's then the, the second time you were, gets my goat. the second time you were very hesitant. Cause I didn't, I was like, wait, I don't know if this is what I was thinking about. Cause right. this is the only live, that, the live album that I gave you gets my goat. I'm mm. going to say that again. It gets All my right, goat. What album did you give me, Sybil? I gave you yeah. Alison Krauss and Union Station uh-huh. live. Yeah. 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 That was a, uh, as a double album. It was. Quite quite long. It was pretty, though. Very pretty. Very pretty. Uh, so let's Rochambeau. See who goes first. One, two, three, shoot. Ooh. Fuck. God damn it. Cut it up. I lost again. I pulled paper. She pulled scissors. She's cutting my fucking paper. Ha, 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 ha. Um, all right, folks. The first record that we're going to talk about is Alison Krauss and Union Station. Yeah. Live. 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 What year was this one? Oh, I don't even remember. This one is their 2002 release. uh, Recorded at the Austin City Limits in Austin, Texas. I watched the show. Really? Yeah. (coughs) I did. I watched the show. Is there like a a live recording of this? There is a live recording of this. Video, I mean? I think there, I believe that there is. Um, I was up one night, late as all get out, as I... Mm-hmm. Normally am. Now is this how you discovered the record? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was good. I was just about to ask. How did you find this? How'd you find this record? Oh, so I was up late at night, um, flipping through the channels, mm-hmm. and uh, I had just come inside <clears throat> from sitting on my porch, smoking and recording. Okay. One of my favorite things to do 
was to sit on my front porch with this little micro cassette recorder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a my, dictaphone, they're yeah, called. Yeah, with my dictaphone. Dictaphone. <laughs> Playing with your dictaphone. <clears throat> Playing with my dictaphone yeah. on the porch, no less. In public. In public, <laughs> where people could see me. But I'd be on my porch with that, um, and I'd have my little boom box, mm-hmm. and you know, like, that'd be my thing. I'd smoke a little bit. And just like vibe out and like write and like soak in shit. Yeah. And uh, the process. <clears throat> yeah. The mm-hmm. process. And I had just come inside from that. And so I was like kind of on a high. You know what I mean? I was high literally. And I was in a good place. Mm-hmm. Like I was in a good space, head space. Um, and I come inside and <clears throat> I'm like trying to find something on television. I'm flipping through the channels. And I'm like on all the basic channels and there's so there's like dumb shit, dumb shit, dumb shit. And then I then all of a sudden I catch this channel, uh, channel twelve, in fact, PBS. Yeah. And um there's a concert and these people are like clapping their asses off. And there's this little woman on the stage and she's funny looking. I think she looks kinda like a fraggle. And she's like she says uh I think she's quite pretty. She says, uh and I, I'm, I'm going to do a horrible, horrible impersonation of her. But she goes, hello, everybody. <laughs> she sounded like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, she's like, hello, everybody. <laughs> I swear to God, like, if you, like, she's like, hello, everybody. She's okay. like, and she does this thing where she, she's like talking and she's like telling people, she's like, <clears throat> I want to look out there, but then I don't want to look out there because I feel like you guys are looking at me. But anyway, Aww. she was like saying this <clears throat> and it was, it was, it was adorable to uh. me. And it was also very. I, I I could feel that. Sure. You know, yeah. that was palpable for yeah, me. Yeah. That's real that. life for me. I get that. Um, so I stopped uh-huh. to see like, what's this woman gonna do? And <clears throat> they broke into, um, uh, this song called ghost in this house. Mm. And I won't lie. I broke into tears. Like wow. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't like just like start sobbing or any shit, but like sure, well, you welled up. But I, but I definitely I got verklempt. A ghost in this house. Yeah. I don't. I, I got. It's verklempt. not one that's. I'm not. I don't have any of the titles memorized, so I don't know which song it is. But uh, I mean, the album is beautiful. So. Yeah, and then I got lucky because that was actually like towards the end of it, I think. Okay. <clears throat> but they played it. They did a replay. So I sat there and literally watched like two or three hours, however long this thing is. mm Hmm. Of these people, and I was, I became infatuated. Right on. <laughs> Straight up. I can't even lie. So, have you checked out any of their stuff that's not <clears throat> this live album? I have, and I, I still respect them, but the live album is, it just, it did something, and every time I listen to it, it does something. That's the one. Huh? The live album is an album that I have literally carried with me for years. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, like, I've, I've brought this relationship, I mean, this relationship, I've brought this album to relationships. <laughs> I really have like I've got partners who have who are like I don't even listen to country blue whatever the fuck you want to call this mm-hmm. I don't listen to this shit who are like uh, interesting yeah got a little story and it won't take long and I'll ask for it <laughs> and they'll be like yeah <laughs> yeah I was like yeah you got damn right you want to hear that shit yeah you do. wow interesting the other day matter of fact the other day I put it on no while my dude was outside um, stripping our fence. And I swear to God, he was like, this is so fucking peaceful. He was like, this is For real, for real? He dug it. He dug it. (laughs) This dude was listening to like some bullshit schoolboy cue. And he's such a... Funny thing too is like, you know, I've only met you dude a couple times, but he comes across as like, this is a man's man. This is a 
a manly dude. Oh, he's a dude, dude. <laughs> he's a dude, dude. But he's so fucking dug. Right. He's, he was like, yo, I fucking like that bluegrass. He right was on. like, yo, you can play that shit again. Right we sat on the Good. porch and smoked to it. He was yo, vibing. He, uh, I was like, that's fucking sweet. He goes up a couple cool points for, for digging some bluegrass. Although, I have to say, I was going to bring this up later, but this record is not all the way bluegrass. We'll get into that later. Oh, but, but what's all the way anything anymore? <clears throat> Genres are melded together so much now. That's true. Drake is supposed to be a rapper, but he sings more <laughs> and he talks more than anything. Drake. Oh, Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Come all right. on. Well, look, let's get into this record. Oh, yeah, the first, let's do it. The first song I want to talk about is Cluck Old Hen. This is one of their instrumental tunes. It's one of their stompers, I think. Uh, that was one of the things on this record I found. I found it hard to find songs that caught me right away. You know, a lot of the songs you got to sit with before they, before they sink in and get good. <clears throat> I won't lie. Her voice caught me. So like, because her voice leads off, like, sure. <clears throat> leads off most of the songs. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Right on. Her well, voice is haunting to me. This song is called Cluck Old Hen. You won't hear her voice on this one. We're going to bring that up later. Uh, This is one of their instrumentals. This is the entire band together. Cluck Old Hen. Allison Krauss and Union Station, their 2002 live release. Uh, this song is a stomper, man. This band is tight. This is one of the few songs on the record that I'm like, this is all the way bluegrass. This is this is where it's at. Uh, on drums, we got Larry Adam, Adam Munich. On bass and background vocals, we got Barry Bales. Banjo and guitar, we got Ron Block. Fiddle and vocals, of course, we've got Allison Krauss. On uh, vocals and guitar, Dan Taminski who is kind of the unsung hero, if you ask me. Like, without him, this band is not as... Uh, it's not as interesting. I'm not going to say they're I not as good. I do appreciate and his yeah. contributions in this band, for sure. Um, Allison, though, mm. Allison, for me, was the draw. Okay. She, I, I can't lie. <clears throat> they were, they just were like beautiful accoutrement, if you See, will. See, I love her fiddle playing. Oh yeah, she's than, a vicious more fiddler. More than her singing. Fiddler. Fiddlist. Fiddlist. Fiddler. Yeah, fiddler, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's a beast on the fiddle. Uh, and I like her more on the fiddle than I do singing. Because every time her voice comes up, while it's beautiful, I know that the song is probably going to be really like, while touching and emotionally poignant, probably kind of boring. To be honest, uh, a lot of her stuff, again, while beautiful, really beautifully sung. Like I said, if you're not in the mood for that kind of thing, it just sounds—it's just kind of boring. 
I don't think it's boring when they when the harmonies come in though, and the harmonies on this are really mm. pretty. They, like, look, everything is pretty. Everything is pretty on this record. I'm I'm not going to take anything away from the beauty that is this album, this double album. Uh, it is not all the way bluegrass. If you're coming to this record wanting bluegrass, there's just a few tunes that give it to you. The rest of it is mostly just straightforward country music. It feels like to me. Um, let's see the lap steel on this tune also is extremely impressive. Uh, at first I thought it was a banjo player and then I listened closer and it, it's a lap steel, but yeah. there's a great lap steel solo on this. That's, that's really great as well. I don't often like banjos or lap steels unless they're played really, really well. And on like kind of stompy groovy music, I don't like them like in traditional country, but I like uh, say like a Bela Fleck or something, somebody that grooves on the banjo and, uh, this guy, this, uh, what's his name? Um, Ron Block. He grooves on that fucking banjo, man. He does. He does. The musicians on, on that, on, in this band That's a weird are sense. Tough. He grooves on that banjo. Yeah. The musicians <laughs> in this band are pretty tough. Yeah. There's not many changes. I mean, that's kind of to be expected from these kind of tunes. It's just they find a stompy groove and they just ride it and solo over top of it to the end. Um, really great. Uh, I liked this tune. Again... I find that this band is really, really strong, not just vocally, but also as an instrumental band, which is why I threw this one on, because, again, it's one of the few full-on bluegrass tunes on the record, but it's also uh, one of the few that grabbed me and had me kind of kind of bobbing my head and getting down a little bit. Word. You know, the rest of this, the rest of this album is very sad and slow and just, like, pretty. And no, there's a couple of other, like... A couple. Little, there's a couple there's, there's a few other foot and tappers, i think i think i might have tappers i think i picked all of them for this to okay talk about. <laughs> no that's not true one of them is is probably the most beautiful thing that i've heard in a minute um well that's that's a bit of hyperbole but it's the most beautiful thing i heard on this record at least uh the next song in fact let's go to that one the next song i want to talk the beautiful about one? the beautiful one okay. i was just talking about this song is called uh down to the river to, to pray um it was, I believe they featured it on uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah, they did. Yeah. It was. It was and one of the, the songs The way on that. she sings this is beautiful, but my favorite part is when the backing vocals come in. It's a really beautiful blend of voices. It's one thing to have a group of singers that can all sing, but like these guys really blend well together too, I think. Totally you got a look agree. on your face when I said that this was the song I was doing. Oh, because it, it was like, oh, there's so many other beautiful harmony moments. This is the most beautiful. To Damn me, it. yeah, to me on this record, yes, because it's also I think I, this is a cappella too, if I'm not mistaken. So they've stripped themselves of all the instruments that they hide behind, not hide behind, but like you know the things that the things that we see them with, the things that we're accustomed to this entire album. You know, and then they hit us with, guess what else we can do? And it's this beautiful acapella thing. I it really like it. It's really beautiful. And again, it's one of those songs that... It's nice. It's really nice. We talked about this in the last episode, but again, it's one of those songs that's religious, but it still got to me because of the beauty uh, of the song, not necessarily of its message. So, uh, down to the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh. 
Yeah, this, uh, listening to it now, I know why this touches me. Um, when I was little, my mom and dad would go, my dad was, you know, kind of a rock star a little bit, and they would go to his gigs and drop me off, me and my brother off at my grandparents' house. And I would fall asleep to them watching the Statler Brothers, like, uh, Variety Hour or whatever. Okay. Yeah, and I'd fall asleep on their couch watching that with them. And, uh, you know, that Appalachian, those Appalachian harmonies, it's the same same thing as this. And those guys, since they were all brothers of family, their voices blended beautifully. And this gives me that. This the the blend is okay. so the blend is so beautiful I but get you it, you know what I'm saying but it's a little bit Statler Brothers right I, I get you I, I see how that how, how, how it all that to yeah, mind. yeah yeah for sure uh, yeah I found that, I mean this yeah. is beautiful yeah it's it's pretty it's definitely pretty I, I'm not saying that it isn't I'm not mm-hmm. yeah but why do you you've got this like like trepidatious look on your face like Nuh-uh. Like a tentative look. Uh-huh. Like I'm not sure what. I don't yeah, know it's what it's to not say. one of my favorites on the album. It's beautiful. I I won't take anything away from that. Yeah. But um, I I my my initial look was a little like really. That's uh-huh. the one you picked. You mean the look that beautiful? I give you every single record I give you, and you come That's in here the picking one? the picking like the oh, worst songs on the record to talk about. Oh. I'm like, man, there's so many better songs. Yeah. I know. I know, that, but that like, was the feeling right there. Like, oh. well, look, I had to pick the songs that spoke to me, and a I lot understand. of this record did not speak to me. So, I understand. This is not my shit. This I is not understand. my jam. I understand. Uh, so, I had to find the things that I did like about it. Um, I mean, a lot of it sounded like it tugs at your heartstrings in a way that's just not fair. You know, it's like okay. I don't want this in my music. I'm trying to like chill, relax, and you're like making me cry. This was a sad, sad record. Uh, so the songs that I did pick were the ones that, you know, got me going, had me stomping a little something. Okay. Or or were just so beautiful that I had to talk about them, and that was this last one. Okay. Um, I find her lyrics are really well-written, well-thought-out. Nothing like... There was nothing mind-blowing about any of her lyric writing. It was all very straightforward, but not like, you know, nothing where I was like, that's stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. It was all mm-hmm. very, you know, very good, very pretty. Again, I prefer her as a fiddle player. I prefer this band with uh, Ron singing. Is it Ron? Is he the the guitar player? Who's that cat? I put my notes up. Hold up. Uh, Dan Taminski. Dan Taminski. Dan Taminski is the man. Dan Taminski. Situation. Dan Taminski is the one that I would like to hear fronting this band more than. He's the one that sings the. Speaking of, Sybil, the next song I want to talk about was also featured on the Old Brother Where Art Thou soundtrack. Uh, I am a man of constant sorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really, when, I, when this one popped up, I was like, ah, yes, I do like these guys, you know? Uh, this, I love this song. I am a man of constant sorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Constant sorrow all through his day. But I am a man of constant sorrow. I've seen trouble all my day. I bid farewell to old Kentucky, a place where I was born and raised. The place where he was born and bred. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't help but see George Clooney's silly face, like, bobbing up and down in that movie, trying to pretend to, to lip sync to this song. But uh, this cat is a good singer. He's a he good singer. He's got great voice control. He's got good little runs. Like, the dude's good. He is. He is, and he writes good songs. What do you... Where you at? What do I want? Oh, <laughs> where you at? You're not. You're like. <laughs> First of all, you fucked me up tonight because you're pulling up videos. Oh, so I have something to look Stop at. Stop watching the so video. So I'm sitting here watching, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here bobbing along, like watching the show. <laughs> um, yeah, <clears throat> I dig Dan Tominsky's voice. Um, I most of the things that I've heard him sing lead vocals on, I've enjoyed. Um, this again. It's a good song, but it's not one of my favorites. I like the slow, gut-wrenching shit that happens. Like, oh, thank you. there is so much beauty in that there for is. me. There's so much beauty in it, though. Like, so like for me, like the harmonies and and things that they go into, like they're just it's 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 better for me. It's more palatable for me. Um, in those slow. And intimate moments, if you will, sure. which is why "Ghost," uh, "Ghost in This House," um, is a song that brought me to, yeah, brought you to, brought me, brought me, brought me to the to the get a little puddly. Well, yeah, you know, it brought me to a little little. My eyes started to sweat or some shit. It was, it was a little hot, man. <laughs> I get it. I mean, look, like I said, I felt the same when I when I heard some of these songs. They're all very beautiful and sad and. Too sad, just too too sad. Like Your I felt it's too sad. It is sometimes, man. <laughs> That's why I couldn't take the music. Like I got enough of it in my life, you know. I don't need like I'm, I'm the same way with films. Like when it comes to movies, I want to be taken somewhere else. I don't want to get too much reality in my films or in my music, for that matter, uh, unless it's uh, unless it's something that's not going to bring me down. Real life is tough enough for a lot of people. You don't need to have it in your fucking entertainment, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to be brought down when I'm That's trying to relax and listen to music. I'm not I'm not trying to be bummed out, man. No thank you. No thank you. So, uh, yeah, this overall, this record was really well executed. I would not call it a bluegrass record at all. It's, this is a country record with some bluegrass moments. Yeah, I'm never playing videos again. Never, great. ever, never, ever. You um, are so distracted. So I've mentioned this song a couple times. So can we just take like two seconds to give them like a snippet of Ghost in This House? Man. Because I've mentioned this song a few times. You would never give me this. I would hit, would I just want to hit the hook. Because I'm like, have you, did you hear the hook? Yeah. I listened to the whole fucking double album a couple times, Sib. Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah. Thanks for that. The hook though. Fucking. It's man. so like. Oh, it's so sad. It is. It's so fucking But it's sad. so beautifully sad. That's all I'm saying, bro. All right, man. I mean, you're not wrong. All right. A ghost in this house, ladies I and gentlemen. Don't pick up the mail. I don't pick up the phone. Anyway, was that on the radio? That was pretty good. That was pretty decent. Yeah. I'd just soon be Ooh, Fuck on. This is the show I watch. I don't 
It is. It's sad and all of that, but like her voice is fucking it's haunting. So, I mean, fuck. it's so haunting. And like, what I, I was having a good time talking that's to you. Dynamic, this though. I was bro. having a good time talking to you, and now, but, and that's what I appreciate I'm about it. Sad, yo. <laughs> and that's what I appreciate about it, though. Like, it's so like it makes you feel like every time I've heard that song. This album is from 2002. Yeah, I still get verklempt in 2017. Aww. And it's not like this song is just like it's so hauntingly it fucking is. pretty. It's fucking heartbreaking. It's and fucking I mean, it's also like it is heartbreaking because it's also like, you know, it's it's about a person who doesn't have their loved one anymore I and know. the loved one is yeah. But it's fucking sweet. It is. It's so sweet. It's, it's beautiful. So I, look, I'm not taking anything away from the beauty of this album, but I will say that I don't like this much. How do I put it? You don't like it that slow. Nah, man. It's not even that. I can dig some slow shit, too. You don't want to make love. You want to fuck. No, it's the... the <laughs> sometimes, goddammit. Sometimes. <laughs> you don't want to make love, and You want to fuck. Sometimes making love is what's up, too. You want to screw. It's what the converse, It's what the, the situation calls for. Uh, no, what I'm saying about this is if she wasn't so effective, if she wasn't so good mm. at getting that pain into your soul mm-hmm. like she makes you feel it yeah. yeah 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 she's a fuck she's great she's yeah. fucking great i'm not saying anything disparaging about her and her voice what i'm saying is it's too real and too palpable it's too painful okay i feel it like fair i literally enough. feel it fair enough because uh, I, I agree with you on that it is palpable yeah. as fuck if she was just like a so-and-so singer that didn't put any feeling she was just hitting the notes you know just yeah. going through the motions singing a pretty song or whatever it wouldn't get to me this way but her, she gets to me. Yeah. And that's why this record was so tough to listen yeah. to twice. All Fucking right. two-time Taney, I went through a double record. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and so I had to like, I had to like pare it down. Like, all right, just the stompy fun shit. And then I'll pick like one, I'll pick one slow jam. Fair enough. And even that's not, that's going to be religious. So it doesn't affect me <laughs> the way this other shit does. <laughs> So what do you give the album, bro? So overall, this album is a solid B for me. It is really well put together. It's not my cup of tea musically for the most part. Like I said, the majority of this double album is country music and it's just not my gig. She is amazing. A little too effective at times. This record bums me out. Fucking B. Okay. This beautiful, beautiful, well-executed record bums me the fuck out. B is for bum. Um, <laughs> all right, so you give it a B. Yeah. And I'm going to give it a A minus. Word. And I'm giving it an A minus because I absolutely adore this album. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, 
the harmonies I fucking completely dig. However, they are repetitive. Yeah. Um, well, it's that it's like the the go to Appalachian. Yeah, they're harmony. they're they're repetitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're beautiful. They are, but they, they are. are repetitive. Um, I also give it an A minus because you're right. The lyrics aren't always killing the game. Yeah, but uh, effective. Yeah, but I I give it it's it's in that A for me because mm-hmm. it's fucking gorgeous. It is. It is mm-hmm. effective, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, A minus. A minus for, for you. I love B it. B for me. This is definitely worth. A listen if you want to fucking cry. If you just want to have a good cry, <laughs> buy this record. Fucking bum yourself out. Whatever. It's a good one. It's it's <laughs> it's fucking beautiful. It if is. you, you want to have like, if you want to cry for a half an hour and then dance for five minutes and then cry for another half an hour and then dance for another five minutes, this is the record for you. Fuck all that. <laughs> Check this record. Let us know how you feel about it. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell yeah. us what you think about it. Instagram, whatever. But it is a, it's a good record, and it's, it's worth a, a listen. Record. Double record, and it's worth a listen. Right on. So moving on, what was the record I gave you this week? You gave me Steely Dan, Alive in America. Mm-hmm. Steely Dan's 1994 release, Alive in America. I fucking love this record. Which you dig so hard. Oh, I love me some Steely. <laughs> I love, I, my, I named a car Steely Dan. I well, then why'd you give me this Steely record? Can. If you love, you love them so much, so tell me why. All right, so why, why uh, do I have this record? All right, um, I came to Steely Dan kind of late in life. You, they, they were a group that like a lot of people were, were touting as one of the the greats, and I just never, you know, I was, I was a hip hop kid for a long time. I didn't really give too much other music a chance, to be honest. It was like jazz and hip hop, the end. Um, but then because of hip hop, I started branching out into other music checking out stuff that had been sampled and Steely Dan had been sampled by a few people. Um, and then my uncle Mike, oddly enough, uh, rest in peace, jazz drummer, um, said that this was his favorite album of all time. And coming from my, my dad's side of the family, they're all, they were all very accomplished musicians. Um, and so they were also very opinionated musicians and they came from that kind of snobby school of like, you know, there's art and then there's crap and there's nothing in between. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when they said this is this is the best iteration of this band, this is one of the best live performances ever recorded, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, there's got to be something to it. And I put it on, man. And this band is so tight. I mean, they're not always the same lineup, this band, but... <clears throat> the group that they have on this particular album is so fire. They're so tight. All the solos are fucking amazing. So uh, I fell in love with this record. I've been listening to it pretty regularly for like 10 or so, eh, about 12 years now. Um, And yeah, I was super excited to give it to you. And then uh, your first impressions were were not what I wanted them to be. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I know you love this album. I do. Yeah, it's 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 cool. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't. It's this cool. Al- I have this album <laughs> is to me what Allison Cross and Union Station's live album is to you. I don't think so. Like like that record can, was like beautiful the, and touching to me. This I don't think this record touched you at all. I think you liked some of the solos. And let's talk about it. Okay, what's the first track you want to get into, baby? Uh, the first track that I want to pull up is Asia, Asia. the last track on the album.
Yeah. 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 So first things first. Um, I love the music. Mm. Um, I love the music of this of this song. I was not gonna think you were as cool as I do think you are if you no. didn't like this music. Well, I, I like the music. <laughs> this this track, this song specifically, I really enjoy the music. Um, I love the sound of the keys. Mm. Um, it's not a regular key sound. I, I, I don't. I don't know what you would call it. There's a name for it. And I just don't know it. But I like that particular sound. Um, I like the changes in this song. Mm. They all um, of their arrangements are fucking spectacular. Yeah, I, I like the changes in this song. Uh, this song takes me somewhere. I can close yeah. my eyes and go somewhere with mm-hmm. this song. Yeah. Um, the lyrics of this song are trippy, but they also can take me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's it kind of gives yeah. me a visual, and I appreciate that. These uh, this this band for me is like if Michael Franks and David Byrne <laughs> had a baby, and this was the baby. <laughs> I would I would uh, kiss that baby. This is this is the baby of Michael Franks and David Byrne. I don't maybe maybe I. You need, I don't know. you need to check out some more Michael Franks. I think like, I do. I think I do. But this really, this this entire album, this what I this is the first. This is my first introduction mm-hmm. to Steely Dan. Yeah. And I definitely feel like Steely Dan is like Michael Franks <sighs> and uh, and David, David Byrne. Okay. Had a baby. Um, that's interesting. But yeah, so that's what I like about this song. Okay. Um, this band is interesting because. You think it's like this whole group of motherfuckers, but it's not. Yeah. It's really two guys. It's those two guys, yeah. And they just have other people working with them. Um, this particular album was their reunion album. Really? After yeah. After how many years? Uh, hold on. All right. Uh, well, while you check that out, uh, I just want to give a shout out to Walter Becker on guitar and backing vocals and Donald Fagan, Key's lead vocalist of uh, Steely Dan. They are kind of the core of the group. Walter Becker also played, uh, he played bass, I believe. Oh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. He was uh, also the bassist for the, yeah. For, not for this recording, uh, but just kind of probably on a lot of their recordings. No, no, no. For, for this. Uh, the live, at the, the live show. He was playing piano and bass. Hold on. Donald Fagan is the keyboard player and lead vocalist. It's my and dude. then Walter Becker's the bassist. No, it's not. I'm sorry. It's guitar. He is guitar. My bad. It's all good. I can edit. 
Okay. <laughs> You're right. Uh... Yeah, those two are the, the core members of the group, and then they hire other musicians to to play with them, uh, studio musicians, essentially. But, man, the, the group they put together for this, just, I think this is the best iteration they ever put together. This is this is a tight lineup. It is. It um, really is, man. I, I thought that it was uh, Walter Becker that played bass because I wanted to give a little love to the bass man. Mm-hmm. Um, there are moments when the bass man and his bass lines make me very happy. Yeah. So shout out to Tom Barney. Ah, uh, yes. Tom um, Barney, killer bass player. Who was playing bass on this on this particular album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, do, you, do you have the, the, the players in front of you there? Who's the drummer? Um, oh, yeah. That's my that, dude. The, the drummer also deserves some love. Dennis Chambers. Dennis Chambers on is a drums. monster. Dennis. 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 Um, yeah, you did some things here, man. You Ooh. did some great things on this record. I mean, yeah, just musically and the changes and they, they're followed so perfectly. Like these guys put in work to get this show tight and it's fucking jelly tight. Like this thing is, they came it sounds like they came full circle. It sounds like they worked so hard and got it so tight that then they were just able to loosen up and have fun. You know what I mean? Like they came full circle. Okay, I, like I get that. They worked so goddamn hard like they, to the they point got where... the, the form the fuck down. Yeah. And then finally we're able to just be like... And then throw it out the window. Let's just have whatever just, fun. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We know this is where we're supposed to go. Exactly. Now let's do everything in between exactly, that we feel. Exactly, man. These guys, they're, they're, they're weird dudes, man. They're weird white boys, but they're fucking... They're funky. They're jazzy. They're poetic. They're silly. I love it. Donald Fagan makes use of the melodica. Mm. Not too many people do that. Yeah, yeah. Not too many people make use of the melodica, and he does. So I just wanted to point that out. Sure. It's also weird, but yeah. <laughs> I kind of give respect to people who do that. Him, John Batiste. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I give respect to people that yep. bring that little thing out because that's a weird little mm. contraption that you can either be like dorky, no vagina as fuck, <laughs> or you can rock out with your cock out. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I, I give it to both of those guys, but yeah. specifically Donald Fagan, because that's yeah. what we're talking about at this time. And these cats for doing that. These cats too are kind of like the last of the ugly rock bands. Like Ooh. these guys, for real. Yeah. These guys were signed like before music videos. These guys were signed before uh, your image was as important as it became. And if these guys were just a couple years later, man, I don't think it would have happened. Nah, uh, nah, because nah. they didn't have the look. No, nah. But they had, man, they wrote some really beautiful arrangements. Really beautiful arrangements. What's the next one you want to talk oh, about? Oh, yeah, I was about to say, but all right. I'm like, before we get caught up on Asia. Uh, the next one, Sign In Stranger. Oh, I or love Stranger this Sign In.
this is definitely one of my favorite Steely Dan tunes. So this song makes me happy. Again, I'm, I really enjoy the band on this tune. Mm. Um, I'm loving the vibraphone yeah. on this tune. Yeah. I love to hear the vibraphone in songs. Me too. Um, I feel like it's an underappreciated, underused instrument. It is, but you know what? With the wrong music, it can be super cheesy. Uh, you know, it, can it can be bad. It can, but like when but, used properly, man, it's a great, great tool to have in the arsenal. Yeah, and this this one was a good one. Yeah. Um, shout out to the person on the vibraphone, uh, Bill Ware. Bill Ware. Bill Ware. Bill Ware, you're the shit, man. Yeah, this, man. This you band. rocked it on this. This band. Um. The other thing in the the other the other instrument in this tune that really impressed me was the piano. Mm-hmm. The pianist had a lot of fucking fun on yeah. this song. He yeah. he had a good time. Like you can tell, he genuinely was oh, having man. fucking fun. It's melodic and dirty all at once. It's it's, great. it's all kinds of things. Um, it's yeah. jazz. It's Latin. It's blues like it's all kinds of things like he plays all kinds of, he yep. sprinkles all kinds of little spices in that's there. donald fagan that's the lead singer um, and and uh composer of, this, of all this no he's on, on piano no yeah. uh this guy named warren bernhardt what's what's fagan doing on this record um he, he's a piano player he's doing melodica and vocals really yeah he's composing and producing well but you know the pianist what? on guy, here is the warren is bernhardt so, yo warren bernhardt you're so fucking good that you made Fagan step back. You're the man. Work. But yeah, um, shout out to that guy. Yeah, because uh, you killed it on this song. Really, really you well done. You killed it. Like love, everything you did on this song was great. I think I was telling you while we were listening to it. I love the call and response between the piano player and the singer. The lead yeah. singer singing a, a line, and then the piano player filling in the gap. Uh, every time, it made me smile. Cause it, you know it would be it would, it would be building somewhere and then he'd drop a clunker in the middle of it and it's just so but it's so artistically done it's so beautiful just a little bit of dissonance goes a long way man and he knows that yeah this cat knows that shout out to Warren again yeah. shout out to Warren Barnhart um, great player. and again the drummer mm-hmm. right Dennis Chambers mm-hmm. the pocket in this song on this song on this whole record man ridiculous on this record his 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 play with the if you notice there's play between him well there's play between the rhythm section and the piano yeah um and that whole little time it's awesome mm-hmm. it's I impressive agree. I, I, I i dig that um the arrangement too like i'm gonna keep yeah going the, back the composition to that. i was about to say the composition <sighs> is because and that's that's where fagan mm-hmm. you know that's that's fagan and and becker but yeah you know, that's where that's, yeah, that's yeah. you know that's where they came in strongest you know becker also s- did the singing mm-hmm. which but, is not the strongest part of this record but i'll say all. it again i'll say it again i love this dude's lyrics he's so fucking weird and esoteric and silly sometimes it's so it's such an interesting mix of stuff right here this this little breakdown that the horns are doing it's these quirky little things that i love about these steely dan arrangements and I don't think the singer sounds like David Byrne. I mean, the dude's a little it's bit It's David byrne He's a little smoother than David Byrne. He's a Byrne. little David Byrne. He's, smooth. <laughs> He's smoother than David Byrne. A little but, bit, not, but it's, but I'm it's not comparable. disparaging David Byrne either. I think that man's a genius. But this guy's a little smoother, I got to say. Uh, what's the next one you want to talk about, baby? All right. The last song uh, that I'm going to talk about is also the song that we heard outside that I was like, oh, I kind of know this song. Oh, word. Um Peg. Peg, yeah. Peg, I love this tune. It's a good one. Peg's kind of fun. 
the band again it's yeah. the band it's the band for me okay sure it's the Yo, band for me I'm with this album that, that i'm into that's that's the dopest part about this album is so the band. the band kills it the horn section does it for me <laughs> just that just that little riff yeah yeah they they kill that um i guess we since we're naming players and all that i might as well just go please ahead do. and go through yes. that process please do so uh first of all I'm going to save the best name, at least the, in my opinion, the best name for last. Um, shout out to Bob Shepard on uh, sax. First of all, I'd like to point out that this horn section is all sax. Yeah. There's nothing else. It's all sax. Um, that doesn't happen very often. Sexy sax. That doesn't happen very often. So I just wanted to mention that. Like, it's not even a horn section. It's the sax section. So much sax. Um, right? It's pretty sexy. <laughs> Super um, sexy. Super sexy. But Bob Shepard on, sa- on, on sax. Uh, soprano and tenor. Okay. Fucking, I, I just doesn't even make sense. I'll just say on sax. <laughs> yeah. Um, Super, yeah, it makes sense. He's uh, picking up different horns. Babe. Okay. Yeah. Chris Potter, sax, alto, and tenor. Okay. Um, and then Cornelius Bumpus. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> on tenor. Yo, I told you I was gonna save the best name Cornelius for last. Cornelius Bumpus. Cornelius Bumpus. And I bet you that dude was the baddest motherfucker Yo, on stage. I want him to be the. B- <laughs> Let me tell you something. I need for Cornelius Bumpus to have been the Yo, baddest motherfucker with the I'm horn. Naming my next I need dog him- Cornelius Bumpus. Bruh, I might do the same, or at least my cat. But like, yo, I need I need him to be the dude that got all the pussy at the end of the shows. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yo, Bumpus. Yo, Bumpus. <laughs> Bumpus be bumping them hoes. You heard me? Bumpus bumps hoes. Oh, you know, Bumpus getting it right. <laughs> Bumpus is bumping. You heard yeah, me. Yeah, man. Like I hope so, cause like, how else do you pull off Cornelius Bumpus? You don't. So, yo, Cornelius, I know you was dick slinging. Or son. nah, man. You know what? It could have just been that sax slinging. He gave yeah. good sax. The dude, when you're tight on the saxophone, your name doesn't necessarily matter. As you could get by a Bumpus. You know what? You know what I mean? Or I'm you a, could I'm just a, say, I'm gonna go with that. Cornelius Bumpus, you gave good sax, bro. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You gave good sex, gave Cornelius. Sex, we Cornelius. are with you, man. And uh, and and more power to you for putting your name out there with a name like Cornelius Bumpus. I guarantee you, he didn't introduce himself as Mr. Bumpus. It was hey. definitely like Cornelius or like he had like a, you know, yeah, they call I mean, me yeah. they call me Slick. Like some right, kind of right. like, you know, Slick Two Sticks. Some, <laughs> <laughs> some kind of Slick Jazz name. <laughs> right. <laughs> They call me Two Finger Willie. They call me Old Johnny Two Tone. <laughs> slick Finger Willie. Uh. Two Finger Willie. Oh, I thought you called it Slick no, Finger Willie. They call me Two Finger Willie. You want to know why? <laughs> anyway, um, Cornelius Bumpus, uh, tenor yeah, sax. Man. Cornelius Bumpus is where it's at. But yeah, that that that's the last track for me. Mm-hmm. But that's a good one. It's a fun one. It's a dancer. It's a good one. Um, it's a happy tune. Mm-hmm. The horn line is very bright. Very me. bright. Very bright. And it makes me smile. 
I like it because um, among like this crazy arrangement they have, like this crazy jazz spacey arrangement they have, yeah. there's just this simple real simple three note riff that makes the song. And it makes you it makes you uh, agree with the I know you're going to love it line. Uh-huh. Now, this song makes me laugh because the background <laughs> hurts my spirit. Why? But it's hysterical. Because <laughs> it's just like, it sounds like, to me, it sounds almost like little kids. Pig! <laughs> Pig! <laughs> it's like. I don't know if it's that bad, but I know what you yo, mean. I hear you. But you know what, though? It makes me giggle. There are other parts on this through. album. There are other parts on this album where the backing vocalists kind of get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah they, they, there are. No there doubt. Are. There's some ladies that do some background that are good. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes these guys kill, kill it, too. But it's just in that instance for me. Sure. They just It's like a Muppet thing. I could see like <laughs> the Muppets. I could see like the Muppet babies. Just popping like, up just out of frame. that song. Like, yeah. like them covering that song. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? With uh, what's my man's that wore the sunglasses. And like he sometimes played the sax. Uh, he was like super cool. Yeah, like, I, remember, I don't daddy, remember his name, but I, I know exactly. Like you're singing about. the, the singing the, you know, singing the the lead yeah, or whatever. Okay. I know you're gonna. And then when it's next, like all the little Muppet babies just come out, <laughs> heads shaking and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, but yo, even that makes me like the song because it's yeah. funny. It makes me smile. Sure. Um, so yeah, those are my tunes for that. All right. So if you had to rate this album overall, what's your overall? idea of this record and then give me your grade so this is again you know i know people i know a lot of people are like yo steely dan yeah be careful what it's you like, say yo, like be careful what whatever you say. man i'm i'm i haven't i haven't bitten my tongue so far I, and that's so why i'm not you, gonna fucking start now you. so hate me if you will after this i'll still sleep but anyway <laughs> um i know a lot of people really dig steely dan yeah but this didn't do it for me okay. um I respect the music. Uh-huh. I respect the composition. Yeah. Uh, like the arrangements and things. Okay. I do. I mean, that's the strong part of the record. Um, but, you know, like essentially what makes this album great for me is not a f- effectively Steely Dan. Mm. It's the, the people playing the music of Steely Dan. Well, that's still Steely Dan, darling. They still wrote those tunes. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, Without like, you them, know, people write, those for, tunes don't exist. Well, uh, I'm not, but... And those okay. players wouldn't be able to show off the way they did on this record. But it's without... their showing it's their showing off and things like that that I've really enjoyed if you if you say it's the you know. But it's still it's off. still a Steely Dan tune. They're still playing Steely I'm, Dan. I'm not saying but they're playing the music of Steely Dan. I know what I you're saying. That. I get it. I get it. Um I'm with you. Oh boy, oh boy gives me a he his voice mm-hmm. gives me Michael Frank's okay. mixed with David Byrne. Whatever you mean. Um, I don't know what that means. But okay. You gotta, you gotta check it out. I can't explain it. There's right. a, there's a smoothness to Michael Frank's voice, um, and there's a harshness to David Byrne's voice. I disagree. And this guy's voice is a, a melding of those uh, two. I think you're wrong, but okay. Hey, I, I, I'm not a fan of David hey, Byrne's man, voice. I respect you know your opinion, darling. And, I know you but, hate yo, so David this, Byrne. This, I, I, I don't hate him as a person. I, I just don't I, like his voice I at get all. It. Yeah, I get it. But this guy sounds, it's, it's like a, 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 mel, a melding of two artists, sure. David Byrne and, and Michael Franks okay. on style. Okay. Um, but yeah, overall, this album gets a B for me. Okay. It gets a B. The uh, musicianship is tight. Phew. The arrangements and composition are great. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics are funny at times and They're trippy, great. I love and them. 
they give me visuals or can lead to visuals, so I'm good sure. with that. So yeah, solid B. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I respect that. I'm gonna give it a solid A, straight up and down. Pig! Why would you scream pig in the middle of my? I keep hearing it in my head. Stop it. I keep hearing it. I can't, I can't get rid of it. I'm like, if I just scream it, it'll go away. So. I would give it an A. Uh, I think that the musicianship is the strongest part of this record. The arrangements and, and the way that they're played by these musicians is phenomenal. Like, it doesn't get much better as far as the band on this record. It doesn't. Um, I disagree. Yeah, I know you do, man. I know you do. It doesn't, no, it doesn't, no. As far as like per, almost perfectly executed music, like these guys do it. They executed these songs damn near perfectly. And there's no getting around it. Um, I'm not saying that there aren't other musicians that could, couldn't have done it better, but I'm saying this particular lineup smashed this fucking record. Yeah, they, 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 it's a, it's a good lineup and they did smash it. They did. But uh, your previous statement made it, isn't that they aren't the, was it like that they were the baddest or something along the lines? Nah, there's some others. No, you, you're what? like, the, the, you can't no, think no, of no, anybody no, that no, could have no, done no. it better or no, no, something no. like that. What I, nah. No. Are we good? What I'm saying is, uh, as far as like lineups that they've had in their past, this is the best. No, oh, see, no, I don't have, I don't have no their other, past to reference. I never No listened. other lineup that they've had has been this good. It's, it's all been fire on this record like i mean they've all been great all their lineups have been amazing but this particular lineup of musicians fucking brilliant love this dude's lyrics again i'm not i'm not a big fan of his singing either i don't think it's terrible it doesn't bother me in the slightest it's right up the middle um not bad not amazing serviceable he hits the notes well and i again i love his lyrics i love the way his mind works it's so strange and so out there yeah so that was our favorite live cds episode favorite live albums uh favorite live <laughs> i gave steely dan an a you gave it a b minus and we gave alice and kraus and union station i gave her an a minus an a minus and i gave it a b yep both uh, albums are worth a listen definitely um they are both well done well executed albums mm-hmm. Um, and they obviously speak to the both of us for different reasons. Yeah. This was a good episode for us to point out our differences in, in cause we don't we, do that in every episode. In, well, a lot of times, like we both agree on like a lot of times we're like, yeah, this record's dope or, oh yeah, I don't like this part of it either. Blah, blah, blah. But this time the records were so drastically different from each other. And, uh, we both had feelings about the other person's record uh, it was like this is the first time that we were like kind of at polar opposites and we had completely different records I think it was an interesting episode it was a good conversation man Fair it was enough. a good one Fair enough. Uh, I think uh, our next episode is going to be really good too next week uh, I don't think we really have a theme for next week just dope nah, records just albums just that dope we like. records yeah what was what was the one you wanted me to listen to for next week I gave you uh, BD Bell Cuba Gopic. See, this is a name that's been bouncing around in my circle of friends for years, and I just never, I never dug in. Fucking glad I did. More to come on that. Great ass album. Next episode. What'd you give me? I gave you uh, Herbie Hancock's, I think it's 75 release, Manchild. It was a part of this series of records he did in the 70s that was like super funky and jazzy. It is that. Real groovy stuff, man. Uh, Manchild. When people mention these records, it's the one that they mention least. That's why I wanted to shine a light on it. 
Um, it's a good album. Though. It's a great it's fucking a great record, fucking man. Album, it's a great record. So yeah, we're gonna talk about those two next week. So listen to those and uh, and follow along with us. Sybil, where can the people find us? You can find us on Twitter at Heard Highly. Find us on Instagram, Highly Heard. Facebook, Highly Heard. In fact, fuck all that. Just Google Highly Heard and all of that will mm-hmm. pop up. Follow us on all that. We also are on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Yeah. And Sybil, if people want to hear your music and the things that you do outside of the podcast, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, a lovely triangle dot us. Uh, or you can check out the project that Rowan and I are on or in uh-huh. together, uh, which is uh, the Asylum Chorus. You can check them out at theasylumchorus.com. Yeah. And Rowan, where can the people find MC No One? Well, you can just Google MC K-N-O-W-O-N-E and all my musical pop up. I'm uh, available internationally wherever MP3s are sold. If you want to check out my artwork, check me out at rowansmithdesigns.com or hit me up on Instagram at rowansmithprojects. And uh, yeah, check me out. Follow us, guys. Let us know what you think, please. We could really use your feedback. We're getting some. Again, like I said, we had, we had we've got a, a bunch of listeners all over the place, and some friends are chiming in and telling us what they like and what they don't like. We'd like to hear from some more strangers so we can uh, bring you the give us some suggestions on records too. Yeah. We'd what do like we do to-, to make this thing better? What do you want to hear? Talk to us. Yeah. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Whatever your social media outlet might be, we'll be there that's right in the meantime in between time keep listening yeah keep listening and uh thank you for listening this time around to highly heard we dig for music so you don't have to (laughs) peace don't call it a comeback yeah right i've been here for years That was kind of, it was weird. It was like a comeback, but it was also just kind of like his introduction to mainstream America. Because he came out sexy as fuck. He was all ripped up, shirt off, glistening, talking hard, had a dope extra, song. Extra lip lick, extra, extra, extra lip, lip licking. licking. Right, yeah. It was, uh, like, I, my mom took notice. My mom was like, who is this? Yeah, he was, he was hot as, he was, he was hot. Yeah. As long as LL Cool J kept that hat on, mm-hmm. he was panty dropping Oh my God, I don't even need to know you. You could have it. What happened? The minute he took that hat off, fucked up everything. Really? Why? Yo, have you seen Homie Without a Hat? Yeah. Yo, his cranium, that, dude, that dude's cranium is. No, it's not, nah, not a good shape. No, nah, that, no, that's not, that's not a good looking bald headed situation. Like his head, his head's like short, fat, fat, short. I don't know how to explain it. Like, <laughs> like smush wide. I don't know. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I could see that. That's totally it. He looks like a teen, he looks like a ninja turtle, and that's not sexy, bro. And like you know, a lot of you're you're always like, oh, you know, a black man with a bald head is a good look. Ah, Am I? I've never said. No, that. no, not you. I'm just saying, like that's a general consensus. Like, oh, a black man with a bald head might yeah. be a good look, but not not always on LL Cool J. I, I,